Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi, how are y'all? <laughs> Brian was cutting up. I was being well behaved. Yeah, it was me the whole time. <laughs> it was him the whole time. But the good thing is we're talking about reset, so we'll reset this. Yeah. That's good. Nice. <laughs> like that play on words, but I'm bummed. <laughs> have to pull out the sound effects machine. Or oh, something. that would be awesome. <laughs> so we're talking today about um, just having your own reset. We've been talking about you know reset and having that reset fellowship and what is it. And um, last week we really talked about going. You know, what are we redeemed to? Resetting back to. The garden and that original um, fellowship and relationship and everything that God wanted us to have. Um, and today we get to talk about having your own reset. It's not it's not something that's really um, taught. It's called you got to have your own. Yeah. And when yeah. when we were studying this, I was uh, thinking about with like with churches. You know, so many people will call us as pastors, and they'll they'll live through our relationship yes. or, you know, they yeah. get the relationship on Sundays and Wednesdays when they come to church. But, you know, the other days they don't know quite how to do it. So you'll find out today. Yeah. Amen. There's well, and before we jump all into that, um, we're going to be talking about, you know, your own reset. We just want to thank you for joining us today. And it's another oh, yeah, week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> this is good stuff, y'all. I'm just really excited. <laughs> But we're happy you're here. <laughs> that's true, but that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I love seeing you get tickled like that with yourself. They, um, we, we welcome you. You can always check out anything that we're doing on ConnectionShow.org, and uh, you can send us a prayer request. You can contact us, ask us a question. Uh, you can watch or listen to other shows, and we just want to welcome you. Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And uh, we have also, uh, this is, should be uh, airing around the week of February 6th, somewhere in there. And uh, husbands, make sure you plan something on Valentine's Day. you got make a week. Make it nice. Uh, a week. <laughs> A week. You a better week. get ready. Quick, hurry, <laughs> make plans. But uh, yeah, definitely go and uh, make sure. You know, one of the things I know that you like is you like when I plan things. That mm -hmm. that is something that you enjoy. So, um, husbands, go take some time, plan something, make Valentine's Day awesome. Give that unconditional love to your spouse, uh, like God gave to us, and, uh, and have a great time. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can do it even yeah, if you're on a budget. Yeah. Have a great time. Have a great Valentine's Day, and enjoy each other in the love of Christ. So, um, you ready to jump and jelly in? And a heart. What? <laughs> peanut butter. And you can jelly. cut your peanut butter and jelly into a heart. That'll be awesome. Aww. <laughs> You're silly. Sorry. I'm having a great time with myself in here, y'all. You should join me. Most people just don't fully know. They don't. I saw a thing on Facebook. <laughs> saw a thing on Facebook that says. Um, Sarcasm is a sign of a healthy mind. I'm like, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> okay, let's reset. Oh, okay. We better jump to it. <laughs> so we have uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk. We're talking about reset, which means going back to or going for the first time into an intimacy with Christ and with God. This was the bottom line that 
Jesus was actually uh, giving himself to humanity for. This is why he died, was so that we could have an intimacy with God. But the things that we're talking about, I, I want to put it this way. These things, the word says that there's things that are spiritually discerned which means that you're not going to pick it up just because you heard it one time or that you put facts together. There's something where, uh, we'll put it and say it like this, you said it earlier, reset is really uh, not taught, reset is caught. In other words, you need to hear this, you need to let it seep in uh, to permeate who you are. You need to uh, do it like this, you need to open up your heart to the Lord and really let him show you some things about reset, show you some things about intimacy with him. Uh, so reset is not really taught, it's called, we're talking about it, but what we're trying to do and we're repeating certain things is let you catch it. We want you to get a hold of it because when you really move into an intimacy with Christ and an intimacy with the Father, it it It'll change your world. It just changes everything. It's, so, it's such an awesome thing. And so we're talking about your own reset. And uh, I'll, let, I'll let you start out because we want to tell you a story about a dog that we've had. His name was Rolly. And uh, we'll have some pictures that you can see on the video so you can look at some of these pictures. But we had an awesome dog. And uh, he's, he's passed on now. But uh, when we first moved into the town that we were in, we had him. And Rolly was just great. He was awesome. I'll let you talk some about Rolly him. Rolly was my baby. Yeah. Rolly was... Um my Christmas present, our first year we got married, and when he was born, he looked like a little roly-poly, and I don't know where you are watching this, so you may not have roly-polies, but they're just <laughs> like little fuzzy worms, um, but they're all fur. They're, they're like just little fat fur. And <laughs> he was a ball of fur. And that's yeah. what Roly was yeah. when he was born. That's how he got his name, because he was just a ball of fur. Um, <laughs> Cute as all get out. But yes, the sweetest dog you yeah. have ever known. And he was he was part of the family. We yeah. got to we got to love on him. We dress him up. He had Superman sunglasses. And I remember one time um <laughs> we took <laughs> we took one of Brian's work shirts and we put Brian's work shirt on him and he had his own shirt and I'll he, see if I can get those pictures up. Yeah. In the he but. was he was just an awesome dog. He come and you talk about puppy dog guys. When somebody says, don't oh, give golly. me those puppy dog eyes, Rolly was yeah. the puppy dog eyes. They were because like this big, yeah, he'd, huge. He'd come up to you and he'd just. <laughs> and I don't care if you liked animals or not. You could not look at those eyes and not give in. You'd yeah. have to love on him. He's an 80 pound dog that'd sit on your lap like he was just a little chihuahua or something. But. Yeah. Boy, he was he was part of the family. Eighty pound lap dog, and uh, yeah, he just he was a loving dog, and he was awesome. But one of the things about Roly was this was, um, I mean, he had learned. We had taught him some things on mm -hmm. how to you know be obedient. Uh, he did just by the time that he was in his later years, he was just awesome. He was obedient. He would do everything you asked. He only had one issue, and that was basically with thunder, and that affected him. But it, other than that, there was nothing wrong with Rolly. He was like the best dog ever. But uh, here was the thing. People would come over, and they'd talk about Rolly. They'd be like, man, he's the greatest dog, and he was, and he was awesome. And he listened to us, and he knew our moods, he knew our temperaments, and we knew his. And, and, but here's the thing. 
anybody could come, and if they would have been able to take Roly home, they really would not have had the same Roly, the same yeah. dog that we had. Why? Because they didn't have that relationship with We him. had had an intimate relationship yeah. since he was a puppy. So no matter how hard they tried, they could have taken the dog uh, you know, to their house. They could have spent years together, but it never would have been the same as what we actually experienced mm -hmm. with him. This is what we're talking about with reset. You can experience the same thing with God, whereas, and I see people all the time, they want to come in and they want to soak up the revelation of this pastor or that pastor, but what they never end up doing is actually spending time with God. Right. That's what it's all about. It's not about what revelation you can get off of one person or the, or the other. It's about, are you in intimacy yeah, with the Father? The yeah. Yeah, we were, we were talking about it earlier. It's like, you know, I think of these people that we know that go from um, like conferences to conferences and they go and they get that high, you know, when they have a two or three day, one week conference. And for a couple of days, they're still living on the high of, you know, whatever that, that evangelist or missionary or whatever yeah. poured out. But then after a couple of days, it just starts to fade. And then, you know, within a week, they're back to the same old, same old you know, wondering why, why life is monotonous and boring and why they just don't have that something special that they had that week. And it's because they don't have that intimacy. You know, yeah. those, those evangelists and missionaries and pastors and stuff, they've grown into that intimacy. They've spent time with the Father. And so that's yeah. why they are literally overflowing in intimacy. And when you go to those meetings, you catch that overflow. But if you don't have your own... It's yes. going to get diluted by the world. You've got to have so much of that intimacy yes. that even when people are pulling on you, yeah. that you've got it to give. That's right. That, uh, the Christianity is designed uh, for each one of us to be personally and corporately plugged into yeah. God. In other words, Christianity is not designed ever for us to be just by ourselves with God. That's kind of why we're here on the earth. But then it's not designed for you to uh, n only be by yourself and not have anybody else. It's not designed to only be with other people and never have intimacy with God either. It's designed that each one of us would be... Personally connected in a reset fellowship with God and then overflow and be plugged in with people that are also in his body and with people that aren't in the body of Christ so that constantly the overflow of God's life, his love would flow out of us and into the people around us no matter who we come across. And this is missing. And a lot of times uh, what I'm seeing you know, as a pattern in the church today is what I'm seeing basically as a pattern is this, is that because there's no intimacy, the whole level of life and love is nowhere near it where it needs to be. And then, you know, the world is looking in going, where is the real stuff? Where's the, where's the genuine power and love of God? Where is the life that they talk about? And we don't have an answer because 
we're not in reset yeah. because we're not in Im- intimacy. We haven't made our fellowship our own. We mm-hmm. constantly try to live it out through other people. A lot of times people will do that on Sunday morning. Yeah. They'll come in on Sunday morning. They're dragging, you know, spiritually dragging. They come into a service, and then all of a sudden, man, service is awesome. God's there. God's moving through people that are plugged in, and they get beefed up again. They right. get And they're like, oh, praise God. But then two hours later away from the church they're going through the same stuff again and it all goes back to are they really in an intimate fellowship and the answer is generally not yeah if we're really being honest the answer is generally we do not live this out and we need to it's the design that Mm -hmm. god has for us and when we do man is it awesome there's such a power in it you know i sit here and it's and you said it but it's i've thinking of it in just in different terms, it, there's a balance to it. You can't have just an intimacy with the head. You know, I can't, yeah. as, you know, as your wife, we have an intimate relationship. Well, I can't have an intimacy with just this part of you and nothing more. There's yeah. an intimacy to the body as well. And yet, you can't have just an intimacy with the body and not the head. Right. Because there's power in, in the whole package. You know, this is why... I'd, you think, I mean, in marriages, you think of it, you've got marriages that are solely sexual. It's right. just the body. They right. don't get to know the head of that person. They don't get to know who that person is. Right. You know, and the body of Christ is the same way. We can come here on Sundays and we can get that, that few minutes of high because of yeah. having those times with the people and, you know, feeding off of them. But then when we walk out of here, we have to have that personal connection yeah. with the Father as well. We're not with walking the head. in intimacy with the head of the church, Jesus. Right, yeah. right. We've got to connect with God the Father and, you know, and Jesus. Else, the relationship with his body, the church, it's going to, at some point, yeah. fade away. It's yeah. a, there's, a, there's a fullness of power when you connect and you are intimate with the whole thing. With God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And with his church. That's, a, that's an awesome example. That, that, that is such a good analogy. And you know what? We see those kinds of physical relationships mm-hmm. fail all the, time all the time because they don't have the fullness of an intimacy. Uh, they, they really are not uh, in love with the whole person. No, just they just want you know, the warm and fuzzies or the what can you yeah. do for me. And yeah. a true intimate reset fellowship with God is so much more. But yeah. the great thing is, is you get the warm and fuzzies with the more. Yes, yeah. Even more so. You yeah. actually enjoy it even more. And, uh, you know, we see that a lot in people that will hop to different churches or hop to the each meeting. And they just keep going for that one moment where they'll just feel better about themselves. Or yeah. they'll go, uh, we call it kind of lottery mentality. Right. It's like they're going to find that one man of God that will lay hands on them. Yeah. And everything will work out. This magic, you know lottery ticket basically but that's not what it's about it's about your personal intimacy and fellowship with god it's just like roly i can tell you about him you can come over to the house you can experience him but if you didn't spend time with him you're not going to experience him in the fullness that we did yeah Uh, because you know god is even more awesome than that and he's so uh, worthy of your time. He's so worthy of everything that you can give to him. 
And if, he's, if he is putting a draw on your heart, if he's asking you something from your heart, you can be assured that his character, his nature, actually is drawing you to a place of increase. Uh, the word says he always causes us to triumph. That's he's right. drawing us to a place of, of opportunity. No matter what he's doing, it's always opportunity when it's with God. And you know, one of the things that we see is this in Exodus 20. It's when the Israelites uh, came out of Egypt and they went to uh, the mountain. And all of a sudden there at the mountain they see smoke coming down and fire and lightning. And, you know, it's big. And the people are putting it in reverse. Like, <laughs> you know, all the people are going backwards. But uh, Moses in uh, Exodus 19, 20, or excuse me, 20, verse 20, he, and he says this. He, he says, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. For God has come in order to test you. And in order that the fear of him, and, and uh, translation in our English today on that would be, in order that you would uh, have a reverence for him, that he may remain with you so that you won't sin. In other words, in Brian's you know, taking that in context and putting it in today's English, is here's what Moses was saying. Don't back up. Don't put me in between you and God. God wants you to come to him Person. yourself. Yeah. And so what you see is you see the same thing that started all these years ago. The same thing is still happening today in the church where people don't think that they can approach God because they really see God as this angry man sitting up there just waiting on them to mess up and he's going to lightning bolt them or he's going to slap them with a big ruler from heaven. Yeah. And they... they will step away. They won't go to the reverence of God. They fear God in a way that they're not supposed to, you know, in a fear that he has not given to them. But the world has painted a picture, and they've accepted that, and all of a sudden they are completely out of the intimacy that God designed uh, for them to have. So it's, you've got to have it for yourself. So. Yeah, you'll just, I mean, I think about, you know, because Rolly's my baby, so I keep thinking about, you know, just the relationship with Rolly, and it's, you know, it's got to be a personal relationship, because, you know, people could come over, but they'll never know all the sides of Rolly. Yeah. You know, they see, you know, maybe the sweet Rolly that day, and oh, what a cute dog, but they don't see the funny dog, you know, they yeah. don't see, you know, <laughs> the baby doll that he was, you know, at times, they don't see all the different aspects, it's not just one part yeah. of him. And that's what so many people see. They may see, you know, one part of God, whatever was preached in the sermon that day. But when you have a full, intimate relationship with God, you see all the sides of yes. him. You see the protector. You see the God that wants to woo you and love on you. You see the God that's funny. He laughs at me all the time. <laughs> you know, and you see the God that you can. And I'm trying to be like him, so I'm laughing at you all the time, too. Uh, Is that fair? No. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, when you have that relationship for yourself, you're not just living on the stories of others and, you know, the experience of others. You get your own relationship. So the way God may talk to Brian, he yeah. talks different to me. Now, there are some ways that he talks similar because as we've had an intimate fellowship, we've started to relate to each other and think yeah. the same way we do a lot. But at the same, at the same way, you know, I can't live just through Brian as my pastor Right. Or Brian is my husband because while he has a great relationship with God and deep in so many levels, 
at some point, I've got to have my own relationship because there are times when, you know, Brian may be out of town and I'm you know, facing this challenge and I need to be able right. to say, That's God, right. what do I do here and hear from him? But if I don't have a relationship with him, with him, he could be talking to me all day long, but I That's won't know right. it's his voice. You know, he says, my people know my voice. Well, they do that because they have a relationship with him. Yeah. And there, you know, there's a whole, there's so many different sides to God. I remember one time uh, the Lord was giving me some instruction on pastoring and how to establish our services. And, um, you know, there's something in man, uh, probably the flesh. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. But um, it's in man, not yeah. whoa, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, so that's probably true. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I was trying to establish there's something in man where we always want to set up a routine, yeah. you know, and have our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And even in our services, it's like, okay, at this time we're going to do this, at that yeah. time we're going to do that. And we find something that works. You know, God comes down one day and that little schedule works for us. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know, we want to do what Peter did on the Mount of Transfiguration. Let's build a temple. You know, hey, <laughs> it worked. Let's do it again and again and again and again, basically till we kill it, right? And uh, but anyway, we were, you know, I was wanting to establish some things, and then and the Holy Spirit said this to me. He said, "I have so many facets yeah. to my personality," and he said, "If you have a service that always looks the same every week." That's more the personality of the pastor or the church than it is my personality. Because yeah. I long to do things in different ways because there's different people that will receive in different ways mm -hmm. from me. And, you know, maybe one day you don't like the way the service went and another day you do. Well, maybe that one day you didn't like it wasn't designed by the heart of the Father for you maybe it was designed for your neighbor yeah. and then all of a sudden we should look on that with esteem and say on the day that i needed it done for me like that i hope that other people were praying and seeking god but see all of this comes and knowing these things about god comes because you're in your own fellowship mm -hmm. you're in your own relationship um, I know I, I can be talking to somebody in counseling sometimes and they'll say something and I'll stop them. I'll say, that was God. Yeah. That right there that you just said. And they're like, well, how do you know? I said, that's the way he talks. That's mm -hmm. his heart. You can feel and sense his heart when you have that intimate relationship. And they're trying to figure out, is this God or not? A lot of times in being led and having the leading of God, what they really need more than a whole bunch of teaching on being led is teaching on how to be in reset, how to be in an intimacy with God. Because if you're in an intimacy, you know his voice. And that's what people need. They, you need to know his voice because you need to know him. You get to know everything about him, how he moves, how he thinks, how he acts, that he does laugh. You yeah. know, this is an intimacy that the every believer needs to have and every non-believer needs to have. But they, they might not know that yet, but it is so pure and so beautiful uh, to walk in that intimacy. Well, and you made a good point is, you know, you were talking about I talk to people and they'll say something and I hear it. And I'm like, that's God. Yeah. Well. What happens if you don't have that intimacy so much that you know the voice to tell him? That's right. God. You know, we need to have an intimacy for ourselves so that when, 
You know, when we want to talk to God, and the thing is, he doesn't want us just to come to him when we need something. He wants us to come yes. to him and fellowship with him and cut up with him. And I tell him jokes, and he laughs at me and says, that wasn't funny. <laughs> and, oh, wait, no, that's fine. And <laughs> God always says I'm funny. Really? Uh-huh. Sometimes he's going, oh, baby. But other times he goes, that was hilarious. But, no, I digress. Um, but, you know, you need to have that relationship not just for yourself, but so that as you're ministering to others, we are not just here for ourselves. That's right. Otherwise, if we were the moment we received Christ, he'd take us. That's right. We are here to go and make disciples. We are here to be his hands and his feet. But if we don't have that intimate fellowship with him, how do we be his love in action? Right. How do we tell each other, this is what God is. This is who God is. This is what God would say. Because I can't introduce you to Brian if I don't know who Brian is, I can say, well, um, hey, I'm sitting here today with Brian Wright, and so tell him about yourself. Right. You know, we can point him to the Bible, and it, that tells him about God. Such a great point. But we need to know, I can tell you so much about Brian that, you know, an autobiography may not tell, or, you know, that his, his Facebook page may not tell. I can tell you the insides and outs because I've lived with him, because we've had that intimate relationship with him. So by the time I'm done with you, you're going to know Brian. You're going to know what makes him tick. You're going to know what he would say to any, you know, to any question. That's why it's so important because yes. when someone comes up to you and says, you know, I've got, this, I've got this problem and I just don't know what to do, you can say, let me tell you, God would tell you this. Yeah. And you can say it with confidence That's because right. you've got that intimate relationship. That's right. And here's what we want. We just want you, we want to introduce you to this great God that we're talking about. Uh, maybe you know him already. Maybe you know him uh, in a little way. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you know him in a great way. But the great thing about God is the depth of who he is really never ends. And even if you are walking in the deepest of relationships, I can promise you there is more there. to yeah. him. And he is so awesome. And we just want to invite you. Uh, will you come to know him? You know, our, our real and true relationship with God is meant to be personal. And you can't have that reset, that intimate fellowship through anybody else. You, you cannot have your own relationship through my faith or my revelation or Nicole's. Um, you got to have your own. And will you right now move into uh, that reset, into that intimate uh, relationship with Christ right now? If so, uh, just pray with us. Would you like to pray? Or? Sure. Okay. So, Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. And, Lord, just right now we just choose to reset, reset our minds and our hearts back to you. We choose right now you yes. in every aspect of our lives. And so, Lord, we just we choose to put off the old self and to say we are living for you. We want that intimacy with you. We want to know you inside and out, both for ourselves and for others. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that you are always here for us. We thank you that you are by our side on the good days and on the bad. And so, yes. Father, we just come to you now and receive all that you have for us. And we ask that you receive all of us. And we thank you that you already have. We thank you that you have accepted us and loved us when we were at our worst and that you desire to take us to our very best. And so we just, we praise you and we give you 
our hearts, the fullness of who we are right minute. We thank you, right this minute. We thank you for that reset fellowship that we are starting right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, and we just welcome you. We, if you've prayed that for the first time, we just welcome you to the kingdom of God. Yeah. And we thank you so much for joining us today. We've been talking about your own reset with God, and it's, it's precious. And we would just encourage you to, you know, today may have been your start, or today may have been a renewal for you, but we just encourage you to consistently and constantly walk out that fellowship, walk out your own reset, walk out that personal intimacy with Jesus, and you will find uh, that he will not let you down. There's a verse in Romans chapter 5 that says, uh, when we have hope, talking about hope in God, uh, it will not disappoint And he says, I am the God of hope. So he will never disappoint you. And the more you walk in that intimacy with God, the more you will find out that is exactly who he wants to be in your life all the time. And uh, we just thank you. Thank you for joining us on uh, Connection. Uh, Thank you for being here with us. You can always send us a prayer request. Send us questions. Say just say hello to us and uh, at connectionshow.org. And we just praise God for you. And right now, Lord, we just ask that you would bless them. Lord, we ask that your blessing would manifest in their lives. Whoever's listening, whoever's watching, Lord, let your love take on new life right now in them and let them see it and know that's my God. Let them see and know that's my Lord, my intimate Father. Amen. 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 Have a great day. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole on this week's broadcast of Connection. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus. Through that, we want to help you find your joy again and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.